Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Words for the Weary podcast, where we discuss books and the Bible to enlighten, encourage, and equip the weary soul. We are continuing on in our Mindful Moments series, um, shorter podcast episodes that we hope during this busy holiday season will just kind of fill you for a few minutes, recharge you a little bit, and keep you going on your merry way. The book we're covering this series is called Bring on the Merry, 25 Days of Great Joy for Christmas by Candace Cameron Burr. And within this book, the devotionals are not numbered but we went ahead and numbered the days. And so we are covering days 11 through 15. And we're going to discuss just which devotional stood out to us the most. And so Kim's going to start us off with her favorite from the week. There were several devotionals this week that stood out to me, but day 12 stood out to me the most. It is called Finding Joy in the Hard Circumstances. I decided to go with day 12 because I really wanted to give some encouragement to those going through hard times during the holidays. This world's not our home, and because of the fall, things are not perfect, and times are hard financially, physically, and mentally for many people, even people in the church. On page 90, Candace says, Sometimes it feels like the joy that comes with Christmas should be able to cover over the hardships and suffering of our everyday life. In some ways, though, the holiday season often amplifies our pain. In the midst of opening gifts, we can't help but notice the spot on the couch that is now empty after a devastating loss this year. We can feel the pressures of gift-giving in the midst of unemployment. We scroll through posts of happy families and cry over the conflict that defines our own family gatherings. Later on, on page 90 and 91, Candace tells us that this is not something God didn't anticipate. She reminds us of Matthew 1-2, where the angel tells Joseph in a dream that Jesus will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God promised us a Savior who would be with us, who would not leave us alone. He would suffer with us, grieve with us. She also says God will encounter pain with us. On page 91, she says, You are not alone in your suffering, your anxiety, your anger, your loneliness, your grief. You were created by a Heavenly Father who knows you inside and out, by a Father who cherishes you from head to toe, a Father who hurts with you, a Father who sent His own Son to be God with you this holiday season. On page 94 and 95, Candace has a reflection exercise. It is a timeline from birth until present day. In this exercise, she wants you to think back on your own lifetime when God was with you. Then reflect now how God is with you. This got me thinking of this last year. Our family lost a wonderful Christian woman named Ruth. Grandma Ruth is not my grandmother by birth, but she took me in at age 16 like I was one of her own. She is actually Serena, Felicia, and my husband's grandmother. Memories of her have been going through my thoughts lately during this holiday time. I was gifted Grandma Ruth's china by her a few years ago, and I haven't had a chance to use them yet. I decided to pull them out and use them during Thanksgiving. They have been in a box for years, and there were grease spots on them. It took everything in me not to cry as I washed them, because I knew that these grease spots on the dishes came from meals she cooked and served to loved ones. But God was with me as I grieved her in that moment. I had thoughts of her making homemade gravy and serving meals to us on Sundays after church. At the moment, I was comforted by the Lord that when I leave this earth, I will see her again in heaven. During the difficult times, I want to point out some scriptures that can help us during grief. Psalm 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 42, 11, 
Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my Savior and my God. And the last one that I want to encourage you with is Psalm 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And these were just a few scriptures. The book of Psalms have so much wisdom. And I want to encourage you to look through them and try to find all of them as you are grieving to help you get through these hard times. I really like how Candace ends with the encouragement, wherever you find yourself, know the joy of life with Christ is sweeter joy than you can find anywhere else. Yeah, I really like that one as well this week, Kim, because as you mentioned, it made me think of Grandma Ruth as well and losing her this year. And I think that this year we've gone to more funerals or memorial services than we've ever gone to. So I know that there's a lot of people who are going to be hurting this holiday season as they grieve the loss of their loved ones and and trying to find joy during the holiday season without that person being there. And so I really found this one encouraging, like you said. I think the devotional that stopped the most to me was on day 14, and it's called Christmas Ornaments. Within this devotional, Candace talks about how she loves a good story. And part of why she loves acting so much is because it allows her to be part of different stories that she finds are just good, encouraging, fun stories. She goes on to share that at Christmas time, she loves the fact that her Christmas tree tells a story because of the ornaments that she puts on the tree. On page 106, she says, When I look at my Christmas ornaments, it takes me back to so many milestones from my kids' lives. Baby's first Christmas, that homemade ornament from my son's first grade Christmas party that is barely hanging on, a relic from a family vacation gone awry. We have ornaments from ornament exchanges with friends and family that remind me of their steady and faithful presence in my life. Some ornaments are hilarious and gaudy, some tasteful and delicate. And she says, these ornaments are markers of seasons in my life that are long gone, memories of a journey covered in God's faithful fingerprints. This struck a chord with me because we have a tradition where whenever we visit some place that's new, we always like to bring home a coffee mug from that place and a Christmas ornament as well. If we can find one, sometimes it's hard to find Christmas ornaments if it's like July somewhere, but those are two things that we like to try to bring back with us. So I can relate to what she is saying here because when we put up the Christmas tree, I like to pull out the ornaments and recount the places we visited as well. And we also have special ornaments that mark big events in our lives. Kim, you've given us a few different ornaments over the years, one for each of our kids from when they were born, one from when we first got married, when we first bought our house. You gave us one then as well. And when we found out we were pregnant with Jeremiah, it was close to Christmas time. And so we wrapped a Christmas ornament for the grandparents. And that's how we shared with each of them that we were expecting. We gave them a Christmas ornament that said that we were expecting. And so I definitely can relate with the joy that she feels when she's setting up her Christmas tree and reminiscing each year. I also reflected on the story that God has created of our lives together and how he has intricately worked through different events and seasons in our lives. Each ornament, like she says, tells a little part of that story. Candace goes on in this devotional and she references the church hymn, Blessed Assurance. In particular, the chorus where it says, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. 
She says, my story, my song, is not one that is without cracks and fragmentation and breakage. Just like these old ornaments, there are broken pieces and irreparable damage in my life. But when I look through our ornaments and remember these moments, I'm reminded of God's presence and redeeming work every step of the way, of the beautiful story he has written and orchestrated since the beginning of time. Candace encourages the reader to remember those moments where God has blessed you and been abundantly gracious to you, lavished you with his goodness, or the times where he's met you and sustained you. And when she used the word sustained, it really struck me. I think this time of year, we often throw words around like joy, blessings, peace, goodness, as we think about all that God has done for us, but we don't typically use the word sustain and reflect on how he has sustained us over the years. As I thought about it, I even took the time to look up the word and the definition for sustain, and it was defined as to keep up or to keep going. Isaiah 46 verses 3 and 4 says, Listen to me, you descendants of Jacob, and all the remnant of the people of Israel, you whom I have upheld since your birth and have carried since you were born, even to your old age and gray hairs. I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. I read those verses and I thought about how many times has God sustained me? How many times has he helped me to keep up or to keep going in life? And it really challenged me to remember to praise God for those moments, to praise him for his faithfulness to me, to our family over the years, to do just as he says here in Isaiah, how he has upheld us since birth, carried us since we were born, and how he will continue to do so even to our old age and gray hairs. We can trust that he will continue to do so because he loves us. He made us and will continue to carry us. He ends verse four by reiterating it. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. As he carries us through the struggles of this life, he has also made a way to rescue us. And that is through Jesus, which is the reason for the season. And so I feel like here again, it all comes full circle. As we think upon our Lord and Savior this time of year, the one who rescues us, may we also not forget our God who is there to sustain us till we can be rescued from the struggles of this life. And as we go down further into Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 8 and 9, it says, Remember this, keep it in mind, take it to heart, you rebels. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. So whether it be reminiscing over Christmas ornaments or maybe pulling out some Christmas china that's been passed down from previous generations, or maybe even just looking through old photos from Christmas's past, may we use these as moments to remember how God has sustained us, sustained our family and our friends. May we take the time to praise God for those moments. We can read in Psalm 54 how it says, Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. And it goes on to say, two verses further down, that I will praise your name, Lord, for it is good. Candice even suggests that maybe this year we buy a special ornament that represents how God has been a constant present in our lives and have that be something that reminds us every year to give him all the praise and glory for his continual presence throughout the years. And I think it's just such a great idea. It could even be a good moment to encourage us to share with our kids about those times where God has sustained us over the years so that our kids can see his abiding presence in our lives. 
kind of be our own version maybe of like it says in Deuteronomy 6, where we are teaching our children, we're impressing this on our children, talking about it when we sit at home and when we walk along the road, when we lie down and when we get up, tie them as a symbol or on our hands and bind them on our foreheads. And just all of this is that constant reminder to our kids about what God has done for us. And even these little things like our Christmas ornaments can be that reminder that we can share with them about all the times that God has sustained us over the years through the struggles that we may face through those times where we're grieving, like you mentioned, Kim. And so this was my favorite devotional from the week. And so we hope that that will encourage you and will uplift you, will give you some some scripture to look at that will hopefully guide your way throughout the week as you go about this holiday season. And so join us back next week where we will be covering the next five devotionals within the book, Bring on the Mary by Candace Cameron Burr. 